Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Calm Cove podcast can help you sleep deeply all night long. Calm Cove has deeply relaxing meditation music and ambient sounds like ocean waves and crackling fires. All of our episodes are designed to help you relax and to fall asleep fast. Calm Cove is brought to you by the team behind Sleep Cove, the sleep podcast that consists of spoken word hypnosis, meditation and stories. So if you want to listen to a beautiful soundscape tonight, search for Calm Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see how we're helping millions of people relax and go to sleep every night. And everybody wants to know like the exact number of seconds or minutes that a baby should be sitting unassisted in order to qualify as being ready to eat or exactly when does the extrusion reflex disappear and you guys that sort of data like there aren't those objective measurements you've got to go with your gut on this hey there i'm katie ferraro registered dietitian college nutrition professor and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning here on the baby led weaning made easy podcast i help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby led weaning Hey guys, welcome back. Today we're going back to the basics. This episode is going to be part of our baby led weaning basics series. We're talking today about is my baby ready to start solid foods? And if you're new here, because if you're listening to an episode named this, you might be, I just wanted to say hi and welcome you. I'm so glad that you're here to learn about baby led weaning. And I do two new podcast episodes a week. So every Monday I release a mini baby led weaning training episode like this one. And then every Thursday, I have an interview with a guest feeding expert or author, someone from the world of food and feeding in an interview style episode. So I like to start these mini baby led weaning training episodes with a BLW tip of the day. And because we're talking about readiness to feed, I want to remind you in today's tip of the day that not all babies are ready to start solid foods at the same time. I'll give you the perfect example of this. I had quadruplets, which was when I learned how to do baby led weaning because I'd struggled a ton with traditional spoon feeding of my oldest daughter, Molly. So when it came time to feed the quads, I'm like, we are going all in on baby led weaning. I waited until all the babies had their signs of readiness to feed, but they all took to self-feeding at different times. And I always tell the story of one of my quadruplets. There are three boys and a girl. One of the boys, Henry, he put his head down on the table for the first six weeks of baby led weaning. The other kids were like getting into it. And finally, sometime in the sixth week, he popped his head up and started participating. He's always been a little bit slower, everything, including eating, and still is to this day. But he's just a reminder that not all babies get ready at the same time. So we want you to be able to recognize and observe some of your baby's signs of readiness to feed. But I don't want you to stress out too much about it because there's a few basic things we're looking for. But hang tight because I'm going to be sharing a checklist with you that will give you an exact rundown of what to look for to know if and when your baby is ready. 
But I always encourage parents, it's always better and safer and certainly more fun to wait until your baby is ready to eat. There's no benefit to forcing your baby to start solid foods early. It actually can increase the risk of choking if your baby's not physiologically ready. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma, but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit BetterHelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. So let's talk about the basic things that we're looking for to know if our babies are ready to start solid foods. And the most important one, guys, is being at or around the six-month mark. Now, not all babies are ready to eat exactly on their six-month birthday, but most babies are showing the majority of the signs of readiness to eat when they're around six months of age and your baby is still getting all of their nutrition from breast milk or formula at this point. So there's no benefit, again, to starting any solid foods early. Lots of myths around starting solid foods early, but please know it's not only unnecessary from a nutrition standpoint, it's also dangerous from a choking standpoint and from some other medical standpoints as far as increased risk for food allergy and other GI disorders. So wait till they're around six months of age. If your baby was born prematurely, you need to adjust their age so that they're at their six-month adjusted age. So I'll use the quadruplets as an example. Again, they were born at 34 weeks gestation, so they were six weeks premature. I waited until they were six months plus six weeks to start solid foods. They were essentially seven and a half months chronological age, i.e. six months adjusted age when we started. And that Henry story, he added six more weeks before he really started participating. He was nine months chronological age before he really got into baby led weaning, but I still practiced with him and allowed him the opportunity to participate and interact with the food. But just keep in mind, all babies will get ready at different times. And for those of you who have multiples, you'll see one baby will always go faster than the others. And that's very typical. If you want to learn more about the adjusted age stuff, I have a whole podcast called Premature Babies, How to Estimate and Adjust Age for Starting Solids. That's episode number 119 if you want to check it out. For those of you with full-term kiddos, wait till six months of age, plus when they're showing the other signs of readiness to feed. And what are those? There's not a ton of other ones. Six months, I'll be honest, is pretty important. I would say the most important one, though, in addition to that, is having your baby be able to sit relatively unassisted. Now, what does that mean? Parents will say, tell me exactly how many seconds the baby should be sitting for. I'm like, no, there is no evidence-based guidance. There's no research that says a baby needs to sit for X, Y, or Z seconds or minutes. You need to use your common sense. If your baby cannot hold their head up by their own and support themselves with their own core strength and support their trunk without slumping over, if they can't do that yet, they're not ready to eat. And just so you know, a lot of six-month-old babies can't do that. USS at six months, USS at six months plus one week, six months plus two weeks. And it's amazing. Sometimes overnight, you'll be like, whoa, that baby's sitting with a lot more confidence and able to sit a lot more independently than they were just a few days ago. 
that's when you know your baby is ready. All right, so our first sign of readiness, we're waiting till the baby's six months of age or about that or adjusted six months if the baby was premature. Second thing we're doing is making sure the baby can sit relatively unassisted. What's next? People always want to talk about the tongue thrust reflex. The tongue thrust reflex gets way, way, way too much press, basically. The point is your baby has this protective mechanism that they've had since birth that they push stuff out of their mouth if it's not press milk or formula and you're trying to put it in there at a time when they're not ready to eat it yet. By six months of age, the tongue thrust reflex is essentially gone. Now, if your baby was premature or if your baby has some sort of a developmental delay, it may take a little bit longer. So you certainly, in those cases, would need to assess differently. But for the neurotypical child born full term, six months of age, don't stress about the gag reflex. It's already gone. Parents will say, oh, but they're trying a new food and they're, they're licking it. And they'll say, but that's the tongue thrust reflex. I need to stop foods because my baby's not ready to eat licking the food and spitting some of it out and smelling it and smashing. It's all part of the learning how to eat process. If you're waiting till six months and the baby's sitting up, trust the gag reflex, which is also called the extrusion reflex. It's already gone. So you don't need to stress about it. And there's no test for the extrusion reflex or the tongue thrust reflex that your baby needs to pass. Just like there's no sitting up test, you guys. Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Now, one of the last signs of readiness to feed, and I say last because it's important, but it's like really hard to measure, is your baby should be showing and displaying signs of interest in food. So they'll start staring at your food and wanting to reach for it. And they'll be mouthing lots of different objects. And they'll be making or mimicking even chewing mechanisms as they're watching you eat. Some parents see that at four months and they're like, oh, look at that. The baby's ready to eat. That by itself is not an indicator that your baby's ready to eat. It comes in conjunction with the other things. So when the baby's six months of age and able to sit relatively you know, by themselves. And by the way, some babies are way closer to seven months of age before they can sit up, you know, relatively unassisted without slumping over. Because think about it, you can't slump over in a chair and safely swallow, especially if you are just learning how to swallow things besides breast milk or formula. So we do all this out of abundance of caution, but I do also want to advise you not to wait too long to introduce solid foods because from a nutrition standpoint, um, we do need to be offering high iron foods and foods with zinc in them. And we do need to be offering different textures starting around six months of age in order to get babies that diet diversity that we know is going to help prevent picky eating and help them become independent eaters. So waiting too long has also been tied to increased risk of adiposity, which is just, you know, um, fat deposits and overweight and obesity. It also increases the risk of food allergies potentially. Um, there's a lot of other detriments to waiting too long. So find that sweet spot for most babies. It's between six and seven months of age. And if you started with purees, and you just found baby led weaning and you want to make the switch from purees, I have a whole other episode for you guys as well. If you want to check that out, that episode is called I started purees too early. Should I stop before switching to baby led weaning? And that's episode number 109. So if you want a nice, neat summary of all of these signs of readiness to feed, I have a really cool free download for you. And it's called Will Baby Led Weaning Work for My Baby? And this is like a four-page download with a bunch of information, including a really cool decision tree map. So I'm basically going to walk you through and ask you questions, yes, no, and you can determine A, if your baby is ready, and B, if your baby is even a candidate for baby led weaning, because most babies are, but it's not for everyone. 
So if you want to grab this free download called Will BLW Work For My Baby, you can grab it on the show notes page for this episode. That's at blwpodcast.com slash 141. I'll link up all the other episodes for you. Some great places to start. If you're like, oh, this chick's podcast is like full of stuff and she talks too fast. I'll give you like my top 10. I'm just starting baby led weaning episodes as well as that free download. So you can know if baby led weaning will work for your baby. Again, that's at blwpodcast.com slash 141. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you guys next time. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Sleep Cove podcast can help you. Hi, I'm Christopher Fitton, the voice and clinical hypnotherapist behind Sleep Cove. Sleep Cove features sleep hypnosis, meditations and bedtime stories, all designed to help those of you who struggle at night to achieve a restful and peaceful night's sleep. Search for Sleep Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see why Sleep Cove helps millions of people sleep deeply all night long.